The case you're about to hear contains mentions of violence, mental illness, rape, and drug abuse. Listener discretion is advised. A beauty queen, a disturbing change of behavior, and a case that has remained cold for 35 years. Today we discuss the disappearance of a young actress. Hey, have you heard about Tammy Lynn Leeper? Welcome back to Hey, Have You Heard About? I'm your host, Maddie, and joining me today is my friend, Gregor. Yes, hello. Hello. Yes, I'm hello. I'm excited to be here. I'm so glad you're here. This is a very interesting case we've got today. Um, I was telling Gregor before, I wish I had more time to do research on it, so this might be like a follow-up um, episode in the future as well, but yeah, it's it's super interesting. I think we're going to have an interesting discussion also if you hear little noises that's uh the dog oh. cute little dog she likes attention we'll leave it correct so she can go in and out. yeah it was perfect okay yeah. so if this is your first time listening welcome um i usually like to start the podcast with a little good news segment because you know the world can be scary sometimes but it also has some really great you know things so i love this i love the we contrast the the dark and mysterious with the with a little bit of good news oh, at the absolutely. Beginning. I mean like you kind of lure people in <laughs> <laughs> I kind of do yeah it's just like you know there's only so much scary stuff you can take yeah is my thing so yeah here we are like I when I when I listened to the first episode I was I was in my like it was at night and everybody was asleep and I was in my room and all the lights were off and I, it was the uh who put Bella in the in the witch helm mm-hmm. and I just started getting all like the heebie jeebies. <laughs> so it's like I was a uh, alone in my room and scary <laughs> and dark. <laughs> that was a really fun episode for yeah. sure. Okay, so this week, um uh, the title's kinda long, but it's a really great story I found on Good News Network, you know, at the usual place. Link will be down in the description below. Um but the title is Instead of dumping rejected food shipments into landfills truckers are donating them to local charities oh so um usually like when food in you know walmart or kroger or like big grocery store chains not are like not expired but they're like damaged in shipment or it was the wrong shipment or something like that truckers will come back and it's their job to get the food and then throw it in a landfill and Mm. let it rot yeah and that's like a lot of wasted food, obviously. Yeah, that kind of solves, like, multiple problems. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> it's a, a second use of maybe some plastic products, and then you're, you know, feeding the hungry. Exactly. Is... So, like, this uh, charity organization um, in Indianapolis called Indie Hunger Network um, created the Food Drop Program, and basically they connect different truck drivers who are driving, like, all this, you know, quote-unquote bad food to these landfills, and they're like, hey, you know don't dump that because that's still good food. Yeah. Uh, bring it over to like these food banks where they could actually use it, you know? Yeah. Um, and not only that, but it also helps the drivers because, <clears throat> um, let's see, it saves them money. So drivers have to pay a fee for like to get into the landfill and dump their stuff. So oh, it comes out all of, around. <laughs> oh yeah. It comes out of their own pocket. So it saves them from paying that fee. Um, 
it offloads a lot of cargo they have so they can have more room for more things so they get more money, you know. Yeah. And then it also gives them a tax deduction. So that's like... See, this isn't just a good deed. This is just reasonable. Exactly. <laughs> this is just what exactly. we should have, been, should have been doing the whole time. I know. <laughs> that's awesome. It's, that's it's, really great that somebody finally figured that out, though. <laughs> I know. It's like, you know, looking in Kroger and stuff, all that food. It's amazing. I know. How, like, I mean, just like... I mean, Jackson's not that like large of a place mm-hmm. but like you just think of all the grocery stores in like the metro area and mm-hmm. like this is all over the country and there's oh, just yeah. so much food and it's glad it's, it's good that somebody's helping out the, the waste problem for sure um so the program was launched in 2017 and within the first six months they donated over 90,000 pounds of food to different <laughs> shelters Ooh, that's 90 tons. Yeah. <laughs> that's a 90 ton of food. That's a lot, for sure. <laughs> you just imagine, like, what that's like. And the, the article didn't give, like, the updated number. Wait, you said 90 tons? Yes, 90,000 pounds. Wow. You know, it's it's wow. a lot of food. That's a lot of, um... Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the food, wow. <laughs> the food that they donate is still edible, it's non-alcoholic, and it's individually packaged with unbroken seals. So that's, like, the requirements. Yeah. And there's, like, I mean, obviously there's a lot more of that than you would expect. So I just thought that it was really cool that this was a thing, especially around the holiday season, you know. Ooh, it's yeah. coming up on Christmas. Yeah. And there's a lot of families who, uh, you know, don't have food. We just had Thanksgiving, and there's families that didn't have, like, a lot of food for that. And a lot of families that have excess food. Exactly. Know. Yeah, that's, I think it would be cool if we saw something like that like in other states and the yeah. company the charity that's doing it has actually like opened this kind of stuff all over Indiana mm-hmm. and they've said that they want to expand to other states Yeah, and I think it just it seems like cool. something that everybody like it's not just a good deed it's just like I, I mean like I said it's just like sounds reasonable I know it's just like exactly what you should do it just like makes sense because uh, like I said there's so many people that are hungry all over the place and we have so much mm-hmm. food just being tossed into landfills to not help anybody so but that's that's the good news for this episode (laughs) that's the good news (laughs) i thought it was really sweet Uh, now that we have you in our trap yeah (laughs) okay so i want to start this off gregor you have um a fun little radio show yeah yeah yeah. um we do uh should i should i plug it yeah if you want to uh it's my segue it's my fun little segue do a show uh at my campus i go to the university of mississippi where the uh and we we do a show um on the network called rebel reels about once we try once a week during rehearsals uh or tech weeks we usually we try and uh kind of cut back but it's called Rebel Reels, and uh, we talk about movies, and the Oscars are coming up in, like, the next two months or so, so we should have a bunch of interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll try and... I'll, I'll, I don't I don't remember the exact station, because it's If you want to, like, text yeah. me, I can put it in the description mm-hmm. of this. Yeah, so that'll great. be that'll be down I'm below on, if you want to check it out. I'm on there with two good friends of ours, uh, Lawson Marchetti and Keaton Lanfair. Mm-hmm. Shout out to them. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's it's a fun time. Oh, for sure. And so, I mean, you love movies. Love them. Love, love movies. Them. Love movies. Um, I told you, I asked you before you got here to watch the movie Scarface. Yes, which, to my shame, I had not seen, but now I have. Mm-hmm. So I I can check that off the list. Ooh, that's always good. Yeah. Um, so I want, I'm going to try 
to jog your memory a little bit about this particular scene in Scarface. Do you remember, and like for everyone that's listening, if you haven't seen Scarface, this is something you can like look up on YouTube and the scene is there. Uh, Viewer discretion, it's kind of very violent because that's just Scarface. It's it's the nature of the film. It's so violent. (laughs) Um, So do you remember the the chainsaw scene? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, Within the first 20 minutes in the movie. That's right at the top of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it really uh, sets the mood. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Okay. Do you remember the girl in the blue swimsuit who went and talked to... Um... Yeah. Yeah. The ones that they, like, honk really loud and mm-hmm. while they're inside and the chainsaw thing is happening. Mm-hmm. They're outside, like, flirting, flirting with, with girl. this girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Gregor. Hey, have you heard about Tammy Lynn Leapert? Is that her? That is her. Is that, the, is that the actress? That's her. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm guessing something horrible happened to her. <laughs> <laughs> so. But no, I have not, I've not okay, heard about it. Perfect. Okay, so let's get started. And like I said, this is a really interesting case. Um, a lot of intrigue. And it's like, in retrospect, after researching this, and I went and rewatched a little bit of Scarface last night so I could like see that scene and remember. Right. Um, it kind of oddly is coincidental that she was involved with this movie oh no (laughs) oh no oh that doesn't bode well for her no it doesn't okay so okay so tammy lynn leapert and you'll hear a lot of people call her leopard it's leapert okay tammy lynn leapert leapert yes cool Okay. okay she was a model and a beauty queen in rockledge florida uh, that's where she was born, and that's where she lived for, um, you know, her life. Mm-hmm. Um, she was one of five children, but she was the only one to live with her mother. So, like the other four lived with their father. Well, I guess she was. I, I'm guessing the youngest one out of okay. the bunch. Yeah. So, um, her mother was a really well-known pageant coach and child modeling agent. So she was like her. Um, Tammy's, like, manager through all her, you know, pageants and things like that. Um, So she put Tammy in beauty pageants starting at the age of four, which I don't know if... Toddlers and tiara. Yeah, that's what I thought of when I Uh, first read that. Everybody on that show is insane, Mm -hmm. so I'm excited to see where this goes. Oh, boy. (laughs) Um, So she competed in 300 to 400 um, pageants. Woof. Between the ages of four and eighteen, which is that's too many. It's an insane <laughs> amount. Like I know some girls who have been in pageants, and I asked a few of them. I was like, "How many pageants have you been in?" They're like, "I, oh, you know, twenty, fifty, sometimes, not three hundred to four hundred pageants." Yeah, that's like, that's a crazy amount. Yeah, for sure. Wow. Um, but and this is a testament to like how beautiful she was. Um. She took home trophies for 280 of them. Okay. So, so she's good at it. <laughs> she's a certified pageant beautiful person. We got a beauty queen. We do, <laughs> yes. Okay. So like I said, she was 18 years old at the time. She was born February 5th, 1965. Um, and here's where it starts to get sort of... So that makes her 18 at filming? Yes. So in 1983. Oh. Yeah. She was 18, I believe. Yeah, wow. that's when Scarface Dick. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so she, all her life, obviously she was a beauty queen, you know, she's used to the spotlight. She, like, 
has the look that everyone's going for. She's a very, you know, beautiful girl. She, from a young age, always said, like, I want to be an actress. She <laughs> always said, like, she wanted to go to Hollywood. She wanted to star in movies. Yes. Things like that. <laughs> yes. Um, so finally, her mom, when she turned 18, was like, okay, you know, let's do it. Let's see if you're good at this. So she had, like, small roles in um, a movie called Little Darlings and Spring Break before she did Scarface. Okay. So, um, and during this whole, like, period in her life, although she was only in a few movies, like, as an extra or, like, really small speaking roles, people were really, like, oh, like, she's, if she keeps this up, she's going to be one of the biggest stars of the 80s. Like, hmm. even though she was on the screen for a short amount of time, people saw, like, she has something that could potentially make her a great, like, oh, wow. actress. Yeah. You know? And, like, in her home life as well, she had a friend who actually lived with her and her mom named Wing Flanagan. Um, and he was, I believe, 15, 13, 15, uh, he was younger than her. But he always said, like, Tammy was one of the nicest people I've ever met. She was always talented. She was always funny. She was always very energetic. She just loved people. She loved, you know, being active in society and helping other people out. She was just, like, very well-rounded and, like, just nice person, yeah. pretty much. Um, so, after she filmed Spring Break, which was her second film, she went to a party, you know, as like a wrap-up, like, oh, woo, we did it, spring break is done, ha-ha, cool. love that. Yeah. And she came back an entirely different person. She was gone for the weekend, she came back, it was like she was, like, not Tammy, she was not Tammy. Okay, like, says her friends, like her friends were saying this? All of like... her, her friends, her mother... <clears throat> Like, all of them can, and for, yeah, yeah, for quick context, this was a story that they covered on Unsolved Mysteries, which was, like, a big show in the 90s about, you know, missing person cases or murders or, like, mysterious circumstances and things, and, like, every single one of the people that they interviewed, when they started talking about what happened after the party, they all said, like, that was not Tammy. Hmm. It was completely different. Wow. So she wraps this movie, this fun, probably, like teen movie spring break and mm -hmm. then goes to the rap party and she's never the same exactly okay yeah okay i'm following so let's see she it started with her being afraid to leave her room um like i said she was a very social person very yeah. active in her community after the party she was afraid to leave her room she was afraid to interact with people she just cut herself off from society, basically. Hmm. Like, no, nothing, wow. pretty much. The only okay. people she would interact with are... Wait, so she hadn't filmed Scarface yet? Not yet, no. Huh, okay, okay. So this is the period of time between, like, that party and Scarface. I think it's, like, maybe a month or two okay. in between. Um, but yeah, she just would not like, associate with anybody outside of, like, a couple of her friends, her mother and Wing. Anybody else... Wait, this was Wing, Fl Flanagan Wing, or... Wing yeah, Wing Flanagan. Okay. The friend that lived with them. Okay. Um, so, let's see. 
she became a lot more paranoid. Um, for instance, she would not eat food on her plate unless someone else ate it before her. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's really funny because she's becoming paranoid mm-hmm. like Tony mm-hmm. in the movie. Oh, exactly. Okay, we're getting somewhere. Uh-huh. <laughs> so she would not eat the food on her plate unless someone ate it before her just to make sure like um, it wasn't poisoned. She would not drink. Naturally. Yeah. I uh, do the same thing. Same. You, know, you just got to be careful. Um, she would not drink from like already opened <clears throat> containers so if like there was a water bottle she had already drank out of and it was open she would go get a new one because she didn't Mm. trust like that and these are like accounts by like her mom and and maybe wing or something yeah yeah um and even so she she thinks somebody's trying to kill her yes okay so um she experienced a lot of emotional distress obviously so finally her mother was like okay tammy What's going on? Like, you're not... <laughs> you're not... Like, this is... This is like, you're, all, you're getting on my nerves. <laughs> yeah, like, like, you're not who you... You're not Tammy, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, what's going on? And she confessed to her mom. She said, Mom, um, she, I'm, she said, I saw something at the party I should not have. And she said, I think someone is out to kill me. What, and did, she, what did she say? Are we going to get there? We might get there. Oh! Um, so... It's killing me. <laughs> so, this was, like, a whole thing that was happening in her life. Like, it was just... Her whole reality was just this fear that someone was going to kill her. Oh. And every time somebody asked her, like, can you elaborate? Like, what <clears throat> is going on? She would always say, like, I can't talk about it. If I talk about it, they're going to kill me. So, it's like, hmm. you know... Her family's like, what? What's going on? Yeah. And this was probably... Honestly, if you think about it in retrospect, this might have been the worst decision for her mother to make. So you're um, going to just... You're going to do a movie. Yeah, you're going to do Scarface. Oh my goodness. One of the most violent scenes, too. Someone's going to kill you? All right, there's this really violent movie with Al Pacino. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically how... So she got cast in Scarface. Um, and... So, on set, Scarface. So, I'm going to... Spoilers, I guess. So, in the scene where... The chainsaw scene where she is. Mm. You know, they had, like... They were outside filming, obviously. Like, there was the car and the road and stuff. So, the Colombian man... I can't remember his name. Did he have a name? In the car, or... Oh, no, the guy that they were selling... Or buying the, um... I don't remember. Okay. Well, the guy that was selling the drugs chases Al Pacino's character out into the middle of the street... And he gets... Oh, wait. that Oh, he, like... That's when he, like, goes out the window with the chainsaw. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, go get him. Oh, and that's like, right. And, like, that's and, right, yeah. and, and, and Tony's, like, goes out in the street and you hear the cops. And the, and the, oh, yeah, God. yeah, yeah. It was su- it, mm, Good scene. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. It's great. So they're out in the street. So they're out in the street. And this is the time when that character who's selling the drugs gets shot in the head. Yeah. So that's a pretty intense scene already. Yeah. Um... So, and this isn't confirmed, this is just speculation based on interviews that I've read and, like, what other people think and just watching the scene myself. When that happened, Tammy was on set, obviously, she had just filmed her scene. When that happened, she freaked out. She, like, lost, she lost it completely. She was, like, screaming and crying. Like, they had to bring her to her trailer and lock her in and call a family friend she was staying with. Um... Where were they filming? 
I think they were filming in... So it takes place in Florida. Yeah, I think so it was... It wasn't... She had to stay with somebody. I think it might have been Miami? Yeah. I that, think, I think it, that would make it sense. It would make yeah. sense. So she she was away from home, first of all, which is like a whole thing. Um, and then, you know, it was like... She, they had to call this family friend that she was staying with and be like, Hey, you need to come get her. She's freaking out. Yeah. Which is like, I mean, it's intense. Yeah. I mean, you, you've acted before. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, it can be intense sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, that's, I mean, I'm just watching the scene. I mean, there's a lot of violence in film still, but I, I mean, I remember when I watched that moment specific, it was just so sudden and it's such like a blatant, I don't, it, it it was something. It was just something of a scene to mm-hmm. just place at the very beginning of a movie, let alone. Because, like, yeah. the rest of the movie is pretty violent, too. But this really sets the mood of, like, this is what we're doing with this movie. And if you're not ready, you might want to leave. Yeah. And, and I can I can understand, like, being on set. Because, I mean, they're just, like, you know... I mean, I was in a show recently where we did a lot of gun, Like, we used a lot of guns. And uh, my car- I, I played John Wilkes Booth, and he shoots himself. And that was always very intense for me, and it took a lot of, like, working up to that. And mm-hmm. it's, like, you have to get used and be comfortable. And I imagine with, like, like we had a gun wrangler to, like, explain how to use the blanks, and we had, like, a weekend where we learned mm-hmm. and, like, how to use them and, like, proper handling and all this stuff. And so we got used to it, and we were, we were kind of steeped in it before we were, like, let to go alone. Right. Um, and, but I imagine on a film set with, like, blanks and guns... You show, and especially if she, she was like an extra, she didn't have any really yeah, lines. No. She just kind of shows up to do the scene and there's like, like guns and chainsaws mm-hmm. and like multiple guns and machine guns and granted they're fake, but like if she's paranoid in the state she's in. Exactly. So I can, I completely understand. That's, that was probably not fun for her. Oh, no, no, not at all. No. Um, but so that was the last day she was on set. She, I read somewhere that she had the potential to be in more scenes of the movie, like in the background. Yeah. So like she could have been, you know, more involved with the production, but after that she said I'm quitting the movie. I cannot. I can't. If you're mm. going to do this, I can't act, which it being Scarface, it's got to have, you know, gunshots and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So they're like, "All right, well, <laughs> <laughs> so long." I want to get off the boat now. Then. Yeah. <laughs> so that was uh, I can't remember. It was in late June, I believe, when this happened. Uh, that happened like June, May, kind of. Um, so the first, this is when it starts to get a little bit, this is when it gets kind of confusing. So, July 1st, 1983, Tammy was outside just hanging out. I think she was, um, maybe, I read a lot of different things that she was, like, just getting some fresh air. She was checking, like, the flowers around the house or something like that. Um, that's irrelevant. This huge gust of wind blows through. And it slams the door shut. And she, again, has, like, another freak like out. Like, she loses her mind. She, let's see, what did I write? Wait, I'm sorry, where was she when this happened again? She was at home. She's okay. So, yeah. this is, like, a few weeks after she left um, cool. the filming. So she kind of recovered. Yeah, she's... But still, like, on edge. Mm-hmm. But then... here's, like, the... Real quick, here's the weird thing about this case. She wasn't, like, there were obviously like paranoia like she won't eat her food won't drink water you know blah 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 but like there were moments where she was completely normal and she was like back to like who she was before Hmm. i mean there was still that underlying you know can't eat or drink this kind of thing yeah i oh another thing she would not answer the phone if like 
someone called and she was closest to it, she would, like, get, like, the nearest person closest to her to answer the phone. And if it was, like, if someone was calling for her, Mm -hmm. she said, like, tell them I'm not here. Tell them to leave a message. Hmm. See, that, I don't know where, like, with the logic. I mean, maybe, like, she didn't, like, if they were trying to call her, she was just afraid to speak to them. Yeah. But, like, that doesn't, like, put your life in danger. Mm -hmm. Because if they already have your phone number... You know, Oops. you know, that's I don't a big know, old oof. but I, yeah, I, okay. Yeah. All right. So she's still kind of like, so this big gust of wind mm-hmm. so slams the door. This big gust of wind slams the door shut and she freaks out and she's like, she runs to the door. She's trying to like get back in, but the door is locked for some reason. Hmm. Um, it, I bet it's like one of those doors. She's just like, yeah, like yeah. automatically, yeah. but she just like was trying to get in, <clears throat> could not get in. So she thought the best logical reason instead of calling for help would be to get the baseball bat that I see right in my line of vision and smash all the windows to my house. All. All. (laughs) Yeah, no, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay, so... (laughs) So That's that's what she did. Wait, why all the the windows or just, like, one to get in? All the windows. That isn't just break one and get in. Well, (laughs) you have to realize the state of panic she's in right now. Okay, yeah, yeah. She, in her mind, and this is all, again, like, we can't, like, say like hey like what were you thinking this is all speculation oh yeah no i i yeah um but you know her mom says that she's especially probably... after like months sorry oh. like after like months of like being in like edge and already having an episode oh yeah i can totally like i can she... totally see myself getting to a point where i'd be like just break off yeah just... no like her mom was like she probably was just freaked freaked out by the window or the doors locking and not being able to get in so in her mind the only logical way to make sure that she had an easy route in and out of the house would be to smash all the windows yeah. so not only oh this was like she was freaking out but she was like and if i have to get in or get out again exactly <laughs> oh. so she might have thought that she was I being get attacked now yeah. like this is happening oh my gosh someone the person that said they were going to kill me has come for me yeah. I have to make sure that I have a way in and out of the house in case that needs to happen. Hmm. Okay. So not only that, but once she did get in the house, she attacked Wing. Um, oh, no. She, like, scratched his face, gave him, like, seriously <laughs> attacked him. Like, oof. could not be Big snapped out of it. Yeah. <laughs> could not be snapped out of it at all. She was just, like, losing her mind. And then the only way for her to, like, she finally calmed down when her when her mother like pinned her down and was like Tammy 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 like mm. it's fine you're safe no one's coming after you you're okay. So after that episode, um, she was checked into Brevard Mental Hospital for an evaluation, which I think in the circumstances like this it, it's it's a good thing good call it's a good call good call yeah for sure (laughs) totally valid and reasonable absolutely i mean like i mean we've all been there having not really paranoia but just being overwhelmed by everything no i think people have like a weird misconception about like checking yourself into like a hospital to be like for like mental reasons oh absolutely like i know a few people that just like they're completely fine but they just they get to a point and they're like i think it's safe and that's and I think that that's a misconception that needs to be changed because it's very healthy to go to a hospital or like a like something like a mental hospital mm-hmm. uh, and be like, hey, I may not have you know an extreme problem, but I'm feeling unsafe and overwhelmed, and I need to be looked at. Exactly. You know? yeah. So that's good call. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And like she was totally 
fine with it. She was like, yeah, let's do it. Like, I need, obviously something's wrong. <laughs> I need help. Yeah. Um, and it's also noteworthy that, and this is just something that I've been told a bunch of times because I'm that age, but like for women between the ages of like 18 and 20, that's when usually signs of mental yeah. health issues like schizophrenia and bipolar disorder start yeah. to show up. So I think it was smart in that case to be like, hey, you might want to... like, I don't know, but, like... Maybe. Maybe it might be a good idea to, yeah. like, possibly... That may have been one of the better calls of this story so far. Yeah, for sure. Uh, there's been a lot of missteps and mistakes <laughs> up to this, you know, Scarface maybe being one of them. Um, but, so, she was there for a total of three days. Okay. And they let her go, said there were, she did not, like, had no drugs in her system, first of all. That's important to note. No drugs. give her any? No. Okay. And they said that she had no mental illness that they were aware of. They didn't say, because, like, paranoia they can, is something that they can, like, say. Like, they can say, you, you're, you have, a case, like, a, an extreme case of paranoia. No. They said she was completely healthy. Huh. Huh. I don't know. All right, we're back to the bad calls. <laughs> yeah, we're back. Um, and it's about to get even worse. So that's when she was released. She was released on July 4th. Um, and immediately after that, her mother was like, okay, Tammy, this has gone on long enough. You know, you've had two freaks, freak outs at this point. Has she point. yet to tell them? Tell has them. She, has she yet to tell them what she saw? No. Oh. And it's about to get even okay, weirder. Okay. So... Her mother was like, okay, so here's the deal. You're, you're out of this hospital now. Can you go talk to the police? Please. Like, you can file a report. If you think <clears throat> someone is coming to kill you, at least, you know, have some, have some kind of evidence that you were worried about this in case something happens, you know? So she was like, okay, fine. Like, that's whatever. I'll do that. Um, so she did. She talked to the police. And interestingly... Even though for months she had been saying, like, someone is out to kill me, I saw something I shouldn't have. When she talked to police, they asked her, like, why are you, you know, what's going on? What did you see? Why are you freaking out? You keep saying someone is out to kill you. She said, no, I haven't been. No one is out to kill me. Huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she approaches the police. Yes. And, wait, so they are like, you so they, their, her mother had been like told the police like okay so so, hey. the, so the mom calls ahead. <laughs> I was like hey. So. <laughs> okay, By the so way. the police are aware already, but she has to go in and like give a statement or something. Yeah, she has to give a statement. And she's like, what? I haven't been anything crazy or paranoid. Yeah. So she says she doesn't think anybody's out to kill her. She said no one is out to kill me. And that she never thought that. Yeah. Which hmm. is hmm. first thought. She's turning on her mom, and she thinks that her mom is a part of it, and, like, is, like, trying to get her in trouble, and so she, if she goes to the police and, like, admits it, mm-hmm. that's my first thought. Yeah. But, like, I don't, okay. But that's, that's wild. It's crazy. Okay. It's, like, it's, you know, if I were in that situation, you know, and I feel like someone was out to kill me, God, I hope I'm never in that situation, but if I were, I would... I feel like going to the police would be the very first thing you do. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. strange that she put this off and that her mother let her put this off for so long. I get long. the fear that, like, you know, if I say something to the police, I don't know their connections, maybe 
they'll find out and then they'll, that'll trigger them to kill me. Yeah. I kind of get that, but at the same time, like, stay in the police headquarters. Like, mm-hmm. if you're that afraid, like, show up, because I don't know what the procedure is for you yeah. know, handling a situation like this, but maybe, like, go and be like, hey, I'm afraid for my life and I'm afraid if I tell you guys why that they'll find me and kill me. Can I have protection? Like, yeah. can I be protected here, maybe? Put me in a jail cell. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. And, and, and I'll give you the evidence. I, I mean, does, and I guess, did she have any evidence? No, just... She, that may have been another thing. The only thing she had from that weekend was that she said, I saw something, and now someone's out to get me. Hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I, there was just, there's just word of mouth evidence, which, mm-hmm. you know, in some cases, like, I don't know what she saw, but, like, you know, could be enough for the police to be like, we'll go check out the party, like, yeah. where it was. Yeah, you know, which so. I think, you know, if she's this paranoid and she's this afraid after you know such a random event just like a party then i think that that's worth something to at least like report to police so they can go look and see like if anything was going on that shouldn't have been at that party or like maybe interview some more people who went to the party you know yeah i feel like there were a lot of things in this case where people could have done something to help her but they just sort of didn't you know yeah instead they continued to let her you know i do you know marble hornets yes i love marble hornets so i i don't know the only thing i can think of in my life personally where i felt paranoid is like i went in this like seventh this junior high like Mm -hmm. seventh or eighth grade i watched marble hornets and i like binged it i watched like the first like 50 episodes Mm -hmm. and like it made me pet like I really Slenderman's not real. Like I recognize that now as like a logical adult, but like right. when I was in seventh, eighth grade, I was like even then I was like this is crazy. But then I'd like go to bed and I'd be like oh, but I don't know. Yeah, because <laughs> like ah, oh, it's really great. Like and really great that they created this feeling mm-hmm. with film. But like paranoia makes you crazy. It like does. it makes you Absolutely. assume things that like out like if you're out of context looking in on the situation, mm-hmm. you're like what are you thinking? Exactly. What is the, yeah. what, what's it's illogical and so like oh like and i hate that feeling and that's the closest i've been to like a sense of paranoia and i hate it it's the war it's just anxiety mixed with fear Mm -hmm. is the best way to describe it and it's like tension just for days and days but of course i didn't get to that level i was just like scared of you know slender man for a few days (laughs) but 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 yeah yeah so i can get where she might have been like you know, completely illogical for some reason because mm-hmm. it just it just makes you that way. I it think. really. Does. I mean, like I think like. Have you ever had like I don't know. I don't know if I've had like this kind of paranoia, but like I guess like s- social paranoia. Like I'm yeah. worried sometimes. I'll like go in a place and I'm like, I feel like everyone's watching me, and I'm like, oh yeah. god. <laughs> you know. You ever like get home like kind of at night and you like park your car outside and you have that like walk to the door where you're like. Yeah, you know, yeah, looking yeah, around yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. I think that, but like, or like the Walmart parking lot. Yeah, at 10 it's like that a. walk, but like days. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't stand. That. It's just. Oh, I couldn't do that. Oh, I don't know how. Now I understand why she why she went crazy twice. Yeah. Well, you know, she had an episode twice, but mm-hmm. okay, yeah, I'm kind yeah. I'm kind of on track. Kind okay. just kind of. Okay. Okay. So, all this is happening. She. Like I said, she went to the police. She was like, uh, okay, what? No, I haven't been saying this stuff. Okay. Um, 
So and she's an actress. And so. she's an actress, so she was very convincing, obviously. Because <laughs> they didn't follow up. They were like, oh. And the report that she filed, she didn't write anything on it. She just, like, wrote her name, the date, and, like, I get some, you know, basic info. But she didn't write, like, you know, someone's out to kill me. Or, like, I saw something I shouldn't have. Ooh, I wonder if you had to, like, write your address and, like, some other personal information. Or if she, like, left it blank. Ooh. That'd be interesting to That know. would be. I don't know. Well... We'll get to that. Don't worry. Because then the police could be like, why didn't you put this on? You're like, I don't know. I just <laughs> forgot. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, are you sure you don't think someone's trying to find you and kill you? <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll get to, like, more about that report and some other cool. info that the police had eventually. Um, so, July 5th, she met with a friend named Rick Adams. Um, really close friend. They grew up together. You know, church buddies, stuff like that. Wait, what was the importance of the July 4th date you mentioned earlier? That was when she got out of the hospital and spoke so, to police. Okay, okay, so, so that all is, happened in the next day. Yeah, so this is the next day. Cool. Um, the timeline for this, you know, once you're out of the Scarface episode, it's, like, very, like, do-do-do-do-do, like, everything happens after one thing. It's very, like, uh, it's kind of crazy how it happens, like, yeah. one day after the other. It's just a whole, like, week-long issue. Yeah, Um, yeah, kind (laughs) of. So, she goes to meet with her friend Rick Adams. And, like, they were just, you know, having a day. You know, she just got out of the mental hospital. She's like, ah, freedom. (laughs) You don't have to deal with anything. Um, She had a, a, not a nervous breakdown, but just a, like, breakdown, breakdown, crying. You know, talking Mm. to him, like, being like... And, again... Even though she didn't say this to police, she said, someone is out to kill me. She told that to him. So, like, Rick was like, hey, like, what do you mean someone's out to kill Like, I don't, you keep saying this, but I don't understand. Can you explain what you mean? And she was like, I cannot tell you the details. I just know that, like, if I say something to somebody, someone, like, they told me they were going to kill me. Okay, we got a new thing. They. So, someone told her she couldn't tell anybody. Yes. Okay. So, and this is a really, at least to me, this is a really important, like, fact in the story that a lot of people, like, in my research seem to gloss over it, but I think it's, like, an incredible, like, it's a whole, it's really important. So, Rick took her, after she had this breakdown and confessed, like, to him that she couldn't say anything, that they would kill her, whoever they is, Rick took her to an evangelical temple where they, like, you know, she they prayed, they, like, had some peace, some, you know, rest spiritually, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. And then here's where it gets kind of important. Um, Rick says that they made plans to go to church the next day together. Okay. So, like, July 6th was the day that they were going to go back to the church and, like, pray some more about this. Cool. So that's very important. Um, so July 6th, before... They were going to go in the afternoon. Like so this wasn't, afternoon. like, a service in the morning. This was, like, let's come back tomorrow. Yeah, I agree. Let's do this again tomorrow. Yes, let's okay. meet up again tomorrow and do this. Cool. So they were planning to go late afternoon. Um, before that, Tammy had planned to go to Cocoa Beach with a friend named Keith Roberts. Um, so Keith picked her up from her house 
and they went, like, we're heading to Cocoa Beach just for, like, again, a day of relaxation, a day to, like, just chill out and just get all of this out of her system. Um, and Tammy's mother says that as she was watching Tammy walk to Keith's car, she got this feeling that this was the last time she was going to see Tammy. Like, she just, she... Like mother's intuition. Mm-hmm, she recalled, like, she talked about it in the um, Unsolved Mysteries episode. She was like, I remember looking out, seeing her get into Keith's car, she waved goodbye, and I remember thinking, like, I'm never going to see Tammy again. Hmm. So. Okay. This is where it gets to be kind of word of mouth, and this is where some of the facts start to... Yeah, it seems very, like, dated up to this point. Yeah, it starts to get a little hazy. Okay. So, um, Keith was interviewed by police, and he says that while they were driving um, to Cocoa Beach, Tammy and him got into an argument. He said that Tammy wanted to go to Fort Lauderdale and, like, was saying, like, take me to Fort Lauderdale. But he was like, no, 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 like, I can't. Don't want to, you know, blah, 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 blah. We're going to go to the beach. We're going to go to the beach, yeah. yeah. And so they had a whole argument. They were like, he said that they were both screaming. It was a really heated argument. So Tammy finally said, like, let me out of the car. I want to get out of the car. So he was like, okay. So he dropped her off um, in front of the glass bank, which was, it's not there anymore. I checked on the maps. It's not there yeah. anymore. Um, but... I think it's, like, a, a restaurant now. Anyway, um, he dropped her off in the parking lot of this um, building, gave her $300 because he owed her some money for, like, I don't know, she paid for something for him. Um, and then she, he drove off and went back home. And this, okay, so this was when she was dropped off at the glass bank. She was five miles away from her house. That was the last time she was ever seen. By Keith, like well, um, by no, anybody, by anybody, but in, but it was Keith, Keith was, was the last person to see her, as far as we know. Okay. Okay, so and it's kind of important to note, um, and I'll go ahead and go through the description in case anyone is like wondering, like maybe my estranged aunt is Tammy, you know, whatever. Um, Tammy was. Let's see where I have it right. She had blonde hair, hazel eyes. Um, at the time when she disappeared, she was wearing a jean skirt, a shirt with flowers on the shoulders, and flip-flops, and she might have also had a purse, which, for some reason, those last two, a lot of people debate about, that she had flip-flops or not. Mm -hmm. Like, it came up, like, that debate came up in every single (laughs) research thing I, I had, but, like, it's Florida, it's in the middle of July. It's, like, around 12 o'clock noon-ish when she Mm -hmm. gets dropped off. It's going to be hot. It's going to be hot. Um, so. I wonder why that's debated. Well, I think. We'll get there. I kind of see. Yeah, we'll get to that. So, after she gets dropped off, at around noon, her aunt gets three phone calls from an unknown number. And three voicemails, you know, along with the number. And she says that the calls were from Tammy. Um, and she was calling to say, like. I need someone to come pick me up. 
I got, I'm, I'm here, you know, I got left alone. I need someone to come pick me up right now. Like, it, she said it was obvious that Tammy was in distress. Mm-hmm. Um, and that so was... So she had just left voice messages, or she had called and said this three times? Just left voicemails. Okay, so this is probably, like, from a payphone, maybe? Well, there was a gas station across from where she got dropped off, so yeah. people think that that might have been where... Okay. She made the phone calls. Yeah. So it was a very small area. So it was the glass bank and then this road called A1A, which we'll get to the significance of that. And then like a gas station. So that's where people think that she made the phone calls from. Yeah. And obviously like if I get an unknown number, I'm nine times out of 10, I'm not going to answer it. Yeah. So I can see why her aunt probably didn't answer but the fact that these, you know, voicemails. She called her aunt, not her. Mother. Yeah. Huh. It's very weird. Okay. Um, all of that, the voicemails, um, the report that Tammy had filled out with the police, some other evidence involved in the case have all gone, gone missing now. Like, they're, they're completely lost. The transcripts for the voicemails, the report, all hmm. of it is gone. Okay. So that's important to note. That's why, like, one of the main reasons this case is still unsolved is because the lack of just, like, clues and forensic evidence and mm. stuff like that. Hmm. Interesting hmm. that, that, hmm, I don't know. Sorry, I just kind of can't, mm-hmm. like, I'll just get it real quick. Like, she goes to this party, she sees something, and they say not to say anything. She doesn't immediately go to the police for some reason. Mm-hmm. And then when she's eventually told to go to the police, she lies mm-hmm. to the police and says nothing happened. Mm-hmm. And now there's no transcripts? No transcripts. Now, we love our boys in blue, but I don't know <laughs> what the what the police guys and... I mean, in, in Scarface, there's that one cop that literally works with, like, uh, with Tony and... Uh, the his boss before he like leaves, mm-hmm. so I don't know. Huh? Okay, all right. Might, might now, I don't know if it was, I, but just a just a theory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, speaking of theories, so that's everything that we know about this case. Yeah. All the confirmed, you know, stuff. She freaked out. She had a, she, paranoia. She was like, someone's gonna kill me. Ah, uh, you know, went missing. Has not been seen for thirty five. No body. No body. Nothing. Really. Nothing. Maybe she's in a tree somewhere. (laughs) Bella? Um, There was... uh, I'm trying to remember. There have been a lot of um, Jane Doe's that... In the area that people automatically were like, this is Tammy. But, like, DNA evidence has proved that it's not. And for those of you who don't know, Jane Doe's are, like, unidentified bodies that just, like, you know... They, had, they don't have any background info. They don't have a name or, like, information about this person. That's what Jane Doe means. But, like, her mother died in 1997, I believe? Um, so her sister, her older sister, has been, like, keeping up with the case and has continued to this day to, like, try and find where Tammy is. Yeah. Um, she actually has a Facebook page that I will link down in the little description that you can go check out. She's got a lot of info there. Um, if you have any information about Tammy, which I don't know if, you know, people would. That would be cool. That would be amazing. <laughs> um, 
if you have any information, you can connect with her sister there. She's also got pictures of, like, what Tammy looked like when she disappeared and, like, an aged-up photo of her, what she could potentially look like now. Hmm. But she was 18 when that happened. It's been, like, 35 years, so Oof. she would be... Yeah. I can't math. So, she would be a lot. That's so weird, because yeah. I, I, like... I mean, I'm not 18 anymore, like, but it was fairly recent that yeah. I was 18, and, like, it's it's still young, but to, like, have... Oh, man. It's bizarre. It's, like, it's, it's a really sad case in the fact that she could not live, like, life, because yeah. it was just cut short so quickly. Yeah, I just... Yeah, okay, I gotta ask. Do we know what maybe she saw at this party? No. No, but so this was this was a rap party. Yes. So like okay. yes, I'm so, pretty sure. So, or if not, I'm sure people involved with the movie. No, people involved with the movie were at this party. Okay, that, that's so how she got invited. Do any of the, have they interviewed people? They've interviewed, but no one has come forward with any information. Which make this is what frustrates me so much. Oh my god! And this happens in a lot of cases. Where it's something like this, it like, okay, so I'll just go ahead and start into, one of the theories is that she ran away from home, Mm -hmm. that she was just so overwhelmed with everything, she just ran away. So like, here's my problem with that theory. And I'll go more into detail with the theory as we go along, but like, here's my biggest problem with this theory. What, like, if she had run away, first of all, she didn't bring anything with her besides her purse. And, like, the $300 that Keith gave her. That's not enough to live. And being, you know, I was 18 years old once, Mm -hmm. back in the day. If I left home and I knew I wasn't going to go back home, I wouldn't just take my purse. You know, I would take my makeup or, like, you know, my uh, other clothes, you know. It's just, like, she just didn't take anything else with her, which is such a weird thing if you're Mm -hmm. planning on running away. I think maybe one thing I was going to point out earlier. So Keith said they were fighting. Like they yes. were like arguing that she wanted to go to Fort Lauderdale. Yes. Why would she? Why would she want to go to Fort Lauderdale? So like that's a plus in the thing that she wanted to run away. Mm-hmm. It's a plus in that but corner. It's a it's from the last person who has seen her, which Keith was a main suspect in the case for a while. What were they arguing about? Well, according to him, it was the Fort Lauderdale thing. It was just... And that's the only time he's mentioned through the story. Yeah. So I don't know, like... Was it, like, a close friend? Were they, like... Did they hang out? Or were they, like, intimate with each other? Mm, I I don't know if they were intimate, but I feel like they... Every source I read said that they were friends. Like, they knew each other really well. So my my weird thing with that was that they were screaming and yelling, and uh, he said it was, like, an intense fight. Mm -hmm. And he's like, fine, pull over. Here's $300. Yeah. Like, that's such a... Like, I know that that may be a thing that I'm kind of overthinking, but, like, I don't know. Even if I, like... There may be a friend, like, that I owe, like, 20 bucks to... The worst... The worst time time to get It's like, if you're in a fight with a friend, like... And then, like, and like, be like, when we make up, I'll give you your money. But yeah. I'm mad, so I'll keep your money now. Yeah. But like, if you're school, if you're having a screaming match with a good friend, the, like that just seems just like a weird time mm-hmm. to hand them three hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. And I mean, but so that might be kind of like a weird, like half positive in the in the her running away. Mm-hmm. But 
I think her wanting to go to Fort Lauderdale for some reason, no idea why, but yeah. and then she has $300 for some reason, which maybe he said that because that's enough money to get to Fort Lauderdale for her. Like maybe, maybe, she, well, it, maybe it, he tells the police like, I gave her $300 too. Yeah. And they'll be like, ah, so that's how she got to Fort Lauderdale by herself. Cause you know, $300, like you said, isn't enough to live on, but it's enough to be like, uh, I'll take a bus to Fort Lauderdale for like, what, like 20 bucks and I'll have 280 and I'll get there and sleep a night in a hotel, like in a cheap motel, maybe like another 30 bucks and I'll find a job and maybe she had a friend in Fort Lauderdale or something. Maybe she stayed with them. So it was yeah. free. And then she found a job worked like as she had run away and then mm-hmm. she like made money and kept moving like i could see that but it's just such a weird thing for him to be like we were screaming and yelling and she wanted to go to fort lauderdale and i then i gave her three hundred dollars <laughs> but also if you think about it she was paid for scarface yeah so she had she a speaking had role so she had money so that's why the purse yeah okay yeah also flip-flops i said the debate about flip-flops is important because yeah because it's okay. hot why it, People say, like, oh, she was barefoot. A lot of, like, the police reports say that she was barefoot when she went. If she was planning on running away, why would she be barefoot in the middle of a July, like, Florida day? Maybe she wasn't planning on it because she was going to the beach. But maybe she got in the car, you know, going to the beach, but then thinking that she could convince him... I don't know. It's I just, hot on yeah. the cement, so she couldn't stay there for yeah. very long. I'm just not convinced that. I mean, I think that there's some merit to the theory that Keith did it, but I just don't know. He, I don't. I don't see a motive, and I don't see like, like the connection between. Like, it seems like the whole story has been about like she's paranoid. Like yeah. she's paranoid that someone's gonna kill her. Mm-hmm. That she saw something at a party, mm-hmm. and like it just feels like that's lost on this theory. Yeah. So, like, I can see where maybe, but unless I looked into it more as to, like, who Keith was, what their relationship was like, how long they'd known each other, when they met, maybe why they were fighting, mm-hmm. like, specifically, or, like, what other people knew about Keith, then maybe. But I think I'm more, like, more willing to connect to a theory that has to do with the party. Yeah. Which, we'll get to that soon. But there's another thing I wanted to mention about this theory that she ran away. Okay. So, a, like I said, A1A was the road that she was on when she was dropped off. That is the only road in and out of Cocoa Beach. So, like, there's not another road out of this area that she was in. So, what gets me was if she was just walking down, you know, the road, trying to get a ride from somebody to go somewhere, there must have been hundreds of people that saw her like i looked up the population of coco beach at this time it was like ten thousand plus people living in that and it's like a popular beach as well so you've got people driving on that road in and out every single day hundreds of thousands of cars just driving what gets me is that no one has come forward and said like hey i saw a girl matching the description that you put out walking down the road but see i think the same for the same reason that population is a positive thing it can also be a negative oh, absolutely. thing because, it, because the bystander effect yeah because they may not have I and mean, they, they i mean if there's tons of people there i'm sure lots of things involving people happen so mm-hmm. they're like you know i don't know if anybody was like yeah i saw a girl get dropped off and she walked down the street mm-hmm. i think it's more so like there are like hundreds of people 
and like we're all going to the beach you know right right so like which but I still but so like, like exactly that might explain why no one said anything and plus like how many blonde like sandal wearing you know purse carrying girls are there True. you know like on the beach in florida but like at the same time if you saw something like this random girl just like trying to get a ride from somewhere and you know, then, like, why, and, soon if, and then suddenly yeah. police are like, hey, we're looking for this girl. Yeah. I feel like, even if it wasn't her, I feel but like... But what if the lied. police... <laughs> no, that, I, again, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of kidding, but I'm, at the same time, I'm waiting to hear something that contradicts it. Because mm-hmm. so far, like, I mean, mm-hmm. we love our boys in blue. <laughs> Still. But. But, okay, so, yeah. I mean, it's... The 80s was kind of on the cusp of, mm-hmm. like, the period where you could run away and never be found again. Yeah, for sure. It's real hard to do that now. Yeah. Real hard to go off grid. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'll buy that, but, I mean... It's very... Mm-hmm. I, I, it's just, to me, under all the circumstances, like, and all the uncertainties, like, some people, when they were trying to validate this theory, they were like, oh, she and her mother were having problems at home... Like, that's why she left, or, oh, she was pregnant, that's why she left. You know, all these, which, none of these are backed up by any of the facts that we know. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe close friends would know this kind of stuff, but, like, the general public, the people that are making these theories would not be aware. It's all speculation. Yeah. So, like, I don't know, this theory to me is just really, like, rocky, and it feels like it's just something... And the police came up with this originally, because originally they did not treat this as a missing person case, they treated it as a runaway for, like, months. Even when Tammy's mother and family and friends were like, no, like, she's obviously... Like, she would contact us, she's not coming back. And they were like, nah, she's gone. Like, she just ran away, she'll show up eventually. Okay. Whoops, here we are. Um... So, this is actually one more thing about this theory. It's very, and again, it's like, this is something from the police case that actually they actually kept, first of all. But it's like a really weird thing that happened. So, a few months after she went missing, a woman called the police twice, and she said, Hey, just so you know, Tammy Lynn Leapert, that girl, she changed her identity and she went into hiding. Um, to follow her dream to be a nurse. Nah. <laughs> I don't buy that. No. Now I'm starting to think more into, like, the whole, like, original report. I just, I know it sounds conspiratorial to say that the cops may have been, like, like... Well, I mean, it might be more... You know, because, like, but, think, but, may, but maybe, like... The 80s I were mean, a wild time. I mean, she was, like, telling everybody, she was telling everybody that she was afraid that someone was going to kill her. Mm -hmm. She goes to the police, and either, one of two things happened, which I think both kind of support, either she, you know, like you said, didn't say anything, Mm -hmm. didn't say anything to to the police, Uh, she she lied and said, no, nothing's going on, wink, wink, I know what you're doing, cops, Mm -hmm. or she did tell them, and they forged the report. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. And they may have been like, well, well, we don't want her this coming out. Throw that out. Yeah. Because they threw out the rest of the transcripts. Yeah, except the case. for this random woman being like, ring, ring, Except for like, hey, that's convenient. Ah, uh, she did run away and we yeah. found her. But uh. like, she's she's 
states away, so we're not gonna, like, go and get her. And mm-hmm. she's, you know, living her dream, which isn't acting anymore. Yeah. Which is so bizarre, because, like, from a young... Like I said, from a young age, she always said, like, I want to be an actress, I want to be an actress. She literally had plans for that fall, I think, to go out to Hollywood. Being a pageant queen, and then being an actress, and, like, somebody's like, she's living her dream. You know? The famous <laughs> one of being a nurse... <laughs> My sister's a nurse. Nurses are great. But that doesn't sound like the thing that she was really on no. the path to do. No, not at all. I Which, nursing takes a lot of college, too. Yeah, and it's also, like, convenient because the cops are like, oh, like, she... Oh, guess what, guys? We found her, and she's a nurse now, conveniently. Like, yeah. Like, isn't that sweet? Because, like, you know, nurses are, like, we we love our nurses, you mm-hmm. know? So it's like, oh my goodness, wow, so proud of you. Like, yes. God, all right, you, you stay in Minnesota and you, <laughs> and you, and you be a nurse. Yeah. Uh, I, oh, hmm. I'm sorry, I'm kind of, but other, before we delve more into the cop thing, I want to hear, are there other theories? There are. Okay. So we're going to get cool. to this. Okay, so there is a theory. So context. Around this time period, there was a guy named Christopher Wilder. And he was a serial killer. On to you, Chris. Yay! <laughs> and it, honestly, like, these next two theories, if this actually happened, it's a crazy coincidence that, like, I'm not sure. I can see, like, okay. I can see how they could happen, but at the same time, it would be, like, an insane once-in-a-century coincidence. Hmm. Um, just based on, like, everything that was happening with her before she disappeared. Okay, so Christopher Wilder, he killed eight or nine young women in the year 1984 so a year after she went and disappeared um but the thing is they all matched tammy's description so blonde hair hazel eyes coincidentally they were also all models okay so got a ted bundy type yeah tammy was his like target basically like she was she would have been yeah what he was looking for, like, to yeah. kill. So, and interestingly, Tammy's mother claims, like, once she saw a picture of him, she claimed that he had come into her agency one day and tried to get pictures of different models. And she was like, you're creepy. Bye-bye. Oh, uh, so... Huh. So, like... Okay, so he... He was in, like, his... His business of yeah. killing was based mm-hmm. in Florida. Yeah, in the okay. kind of around the same area that Tammy went disappearing. And so he was found and like persecuted, or well, okay, so pro- prosecuted. Sorry, we'll get prosecuted. We'll get to that a bit, but I think it's interesting. Like, a lot of people say that this theory isn't valid because he started killing a year after Tammy disappeared. But the thing is, though, serial killers are kind of known for having more killed more people than. Sometimes they're, yeah, exactly. And, like, the fact that they, all of his victims sort of had the same look and, like, job as Tammy, that sort of, like, makes me think, if this theory is valid, maybe Tammy was the one that started it all, you know? Hmm. Maybe he picked her up somewhere and, like, killed her and he was like, oh my gosh, like, this is so much fun, gotta do it again, you know? So... So he he was caught and prosecuted. He was like... Well, he was actually shot and killed um, in a police shootout when he was like... They finally tracked him down and they were like, Ah, we're gonna kill you. He was like, not if I kill you first. It's interesting that 
they were able to find, like, you know, the you said eight? Eight or nine. Eight or nine. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, that implies that he wasn't good enough to solidly hide, you mm-hmm. know, those eight or nine bodies. But the that would mean that Tammy, if she was his first kill, that he was surprisingly good at hiding the very yeah. first time he killed somebody. Right. But then the other nine got sloppy. Which, like, you know, you can maybe say, like, he got, like, you know, he was into it. And he's just, like, really wanted, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it just, like, if he was so good and, like, was so obsessed with getting it right the first time, mm-hmm. you'd think that that pattern would follow. Right. And then, like, the whole timeline doesn't exactly line up. And mm-hmm. I mean, like, I can see how, you know, totally could be, like, the first one. But then you got to think about... Why like, did he wait Like, coincidentally, long? the thing with the party? Yeah. Which is why I'm saying, like, this is, like, these these next two theories are huge coincidences. Because yeah. with, with the party going on and her being like, someone's out to killing me, if this was just, like, a random, like, he saw her, he was like, oh, perfect! perfect. And he just, like, grabbed her off the street, like... Which is why I'm saying it's such a weird coincidence. But, like, it, it was so, like, her family was so convinced that he was the one that did it that before he was, like, shot and killed, they sued him to be like, hey. What? Oh, wait, her family thought he did it? Yeah. They were, so, like. like, the sister thought this. Well, her, fa- like, her family, um, when they saw the picture and her mother was like, yes, like, he came in my agency, they were convinced after that that, like, yeah, he was the one that killed her. And so they sued him, um, like, went through the whole process, but it was, like, thrown out because there was a lack of evidence that he had done it. Hmm. So there's that element to it. It's like, oh, like, we think he did it. I didn't do it. Darn it. You know? Hmm. It's Which, I don't understand the whole suing process. Why would you try to sue him? But, um, anyway, that was a thing. I just, you know, you want to think that if anybody is going to know details of this case, it's going to be the family. Yeah. So. But the thing is, though, Tammy was so closed off, like, in this period of her life. Like, she obviously was so paranoid she wasn't going to tell anybody anything. Yeah. So, like, you know, the person that would know the most about what, like, was going on would be Tammy. But she's not here to tell us that is the problem. I, 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 it would make sense that her and her mother were having problems, like, domestically, mm-hmm. because of, like, the, str- like, her, her episodes and things. Mm-hmm. And there are some people that swear that promise one of, like, what they think happened was they think that Tammy's mother killed her, Elton, which is something I didn't want to, like, include in with the main theories, because there's not a lot of evidence to support it, hmm. other than word of mouth being like, they had problems at home. But, like, you know, yelling at, you know, having an argument between mother and daughter necessarily does not mean that the mom is going to, you know, kill the daughter and you know, yeah. bury her in the backyard, you know? Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. I guess it would explain, like, I don't know, like, it's an like it's an interesting take on the story, but at the same time, I think, you know, I don't think the sister would be as active in trying to search for Tammy if she knew that her mother had done that, or like, you know, there's not enough evidence, really, to support this other than like word of mouth, you know. Or maybe she's really into like putting on a show, saying like we're gonna find out what happened, but she knows to, what to happened. cover up. 
her mother doing it. Well, maybe, I mean, like, at this I don't, point... I don't, I don't think that, but that, you know, that's, like, yeah. the thing. But it's a different I really, I think that it just doesn't make much sense to me that the mother... I don't know. I just don't see enough evidence. Exactly. And since, like, the, the sister is so involved and, like, dedicated so much time and, like, stress... Because it's definitely, like, to live in that life, like, to live that life of, like, you know, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm a person, but I'm also somebody that is still 30-something, some odd years later, searching for what happened to my sister. Like, that's not just something you just do to, like, cover up no, something. Not, I mean, no, like, I, so, and that would, like, and if the family thought that that guy did it, but the sister isn't convinced, and the mother, I don't know, I just don't. I it's don't a s- lot of confusing, like, one thing and on still, top of the other. I don't see, like, the connection... Like, there seems to be, like, a missing ligament to the thing she saw at the party. Mm-hmm. That's what interests me the most. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that I'm, like, I want to know what she saw. Like, what could she have possibly seen that jarred her into a whole new, basically, like you said, person. Mm-hmm. She's a different person, like, in such, such a state of paranoia that... Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well... Hmm. We're building up to it. This is the tension happening right now. I'm okay. going through all the lower theories, and then we'll get to like those oh, kinds. Oh, you gotta okay. trust me here. Okay, I know okay, what I'm doing. Okay. I've done three episodes. I'm, I'm a pro at this. <laughs> um, okay, so the next theory was there's this dude named John Crutchley who he worked 30 minutes away from the place, 35 minutes away from the place where Tammy was dropped off. So just a Drive down the road. Um, so he was a kidnapper and rapist. Okay, yeah, um, sure. <laughs> he was an intense guy. He killed, he was also a murderer. He killed as many as 30 women, um, which was a whole thing. And then, let's see, a woman, a month before Tammy went missing, uh, well, actually... I'll go into that later. I don't think he was involved with this, so I'm just going to say it as another thing to mention after this. But he, um, the theory is that he picked her up and raped and killed her. Um, which... What's the evidence? The evidence, um, well, he just, like, patrolled that area a lot. So, like, that's where he picked up most of the women that he, you know, raped, um... And he confessed to it. He said, like, yeah, like, here I am. Like, this is what I do. He never confessed to, like, killing Tammy. But he did confess to being a kidnapper and a rapist and a murderer. To who? To, like, the police. Why? What? Because he was arrested. He was tried oh, and convicted. Oh, okay, okay. I, yeah, he was I, convicted. The, the, way, the way I was hearing this was he just, like, <laughs> He's, like, popped the, in, like, he's hey. Like, hey, uh, just so you know. Uh, I do these things, yeah. and you're not gonna like it. But mm-hmm. <laughs> by the way, but yeah, he the the big theory is that he like, you know, picked her up, raped her, and then killed her and dumped the body like in a swamp somewhere, which is why we haven't found it today. That's the biggest like in connection like relating to this theory. That's what people think. Hmm. Um, and he actually, I think, was being questioned about it. Like he was. A suspect in the case for a while, but the lead went cold because he committed suicide in prison. So they were like, okay, so if he's dead, then there's no more evidence. We can't even try him if, like, even if he did kill her, you know, we can't do it anymore. So let's just move on to the next theory. 
Which makes me sad, because, like, I mean, at least, you know, give the family some sort of sense of justice, you know? Even if he's dead, say, like, yeah, he was the one that did it, and don't make them wonder for 35 years, you know? Well, they don't know, right? That he did it? Yeah. But if they, the thing is, like, they couldn't, they could have kept, like, looking at evidence and things like that, but once he died, they were like, nah, he didn't do it. Mm. Huh. The police. Huh? Mm, the police. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that, hmm. yeah, that, that really isn't good procedure, yeah. I don't think. I think that, you know, if, man, the 80s were crazy. Yeah, um, very true. But, but like, <laughs> I, I think that it's, you know, good manners to, you know, like, lead the case until it's cold, at least. Mm-hmm. Like, and I mean, just look at the rest of the evidence, but if they, like, you know, we're on this and he, you know, committed suicide, but they had things to investigate and they just stopped. It's like, we want to know what happened. Exactly. Like, our, our daughter is gone. My sister's gone. Like, we, we need to, we, we'd like to have some closure. And they're like, yeah, we, we, yeah we, it's fine. It's whatever. And so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of things that go into play with that, with like funding for the police off, like the, like for police officers mm-hmm. and then, investigations like they need funding and we don't know like but it would make sense for them to you know finish yeah but in the okay so about funding like in the context of um you know this whole case this was in the 80s this was like the case this was a huge thing that everyone talked about it's like um it's the equivalent to today like um who was she was a, a a kid beauty queen she died in the 90s I know you're talking um, about. Yeah. She, I, I was going to so bring I that up, but I don't remember her name. Her name. God. But, like, I, it's, it's like, I am, I, you're looking up the name right yeah. now. Yeah. Okay, good. Because it's, like, a huge case. Um, it's something maybe I'd like to talk about on the podcast, but, like. It's very well known. Yeah, it, that's the problem. Uh. Jean Benet Ramsey. Jean Benet Ramsey. That's yeah. it. It was like in the eighties. This was the Jean Benet Ramsey case because mm. it was so mysterious. No one knew what was going on. Like, so there was. I mean, people wanted this to be solved. People were actively like checking to see if it had been solved. So I'm sure that the funding was there for this case to make sure like the public wants this solved. Let's make sure that we do it. But like yeah. the fact that they just then that makes me think even more that maybe the the evidence wasn't there because mm. if the public was like you know. It's like a Casey Anthony type t- case where like everybody's yeah. watching, everybody wants like some sort of like finishing f- thing, mm-hmm. and because like they would want to give that to them because that looks good on them. But if the evidence wasn't there, then I guess they'd have to disappoint everybody no matter what, unless they lied. I guess. Yeah. But I just think that. Hmm. I just find it interesting that they're doing a like even if there's no evidence, this seems to be the first time in the case that the police were actually like, oh yeah, there's no evidence here we don't have to worry about it anymore, let's move on. You know, like, they've been doing so much, like, losing important pieces of evidence and all this stuff up until this point. It's like, you know, it's just bizarre to me that, like, they would lose something as important as, like, the voicemail transcripts. Yeah. And then, like, when it comes to, like, this, they're like, oh, there's no evidence, so let's just move on, you know, whatever. Um, I just think it's really... Hmm. Obviously, the police weren't doing a very good job when it came to this case, I think. Yeah. Um, and then real quick, one other theory about, 
like the murder theory. There was a woman a month before Tammy disappeared that went missing from the same area and her body was found a few weeks later. So in the Cocoa Beach area. In the Cocoa Beach area. So yeah. like some people think that there's a connection that maybe the same person that killed this woman was the same one that picked up Tammy and Tammy's body is somewhere in that area still. Um, but like as far as evidence and things like that, I just think it was important to note that this did happen a month before Tammy disappeared. Hmm. You know. It's you know, it doesn't again like it's not involved with the party or anything. But I do think it's important to note that this was a thing that did happen, you know, around the same time period. Yeah. That would, I mean, generally, that, do, do they know the guy or the or whoever no. did that? No. It's, it's another unsolved case. What did that woman look like? Um, I believe she had, like, I, I saw a brief picture of her in a video that I watched it was like she had dark hair um I think blue eyes just like I don't even know if they've identified her yeah but I do think it's interesting to note that there were things like this happening in the area crime in the 80s man (laughs) I I I don't know I mean all of them I think that one there maybe was the least it's like like substance there mm-hmm. but like I could but see it's that, creepy to you know, think about you know yeah but I think that might be a product of like the 80s were crazy yeah, <laughs> and true. crime was rampant mm-hmm. and like there's and because that could have been as simple as like like this woman owed somebody money in Cocoa Beach and the guy was like you owe me money and he went over there and like she wouldn't give him the money so he shot her like, it could be something as simple as that yeah instead of like like I'm gonna murder you know it, like right, right, right. I but you know, I don't know. But the exactly. fact that it's in that area a month prior, I, that either speaks to, like, it's the same guy or the same, like, like yeah, the same person. Yeah, or it's, you know, or it's just, like, crime yeah. in general. But just, I just like, thought it was interesting yeah. to note, for sure. I just... There are two things. I, I wish we knew what she saw. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, that, like... Is that, like, an important thing in, like, the other, like, in, in the discussion of this case? Oh, yeah. What did she, like, that's one of the most it's interesting It's not like something people have moved past. There's... No, 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 no. This is a huge thing. Like, to this day, people still, still speculate, like, what did she see? What what caused her to have such a, like, insane reaction? What are, are there any theories? That yes. She saw? Okay. We're actually about to get to that oh, right goodness. now. <laughs> the suspense has been building. Oh. Okay. So... The 80s... Chainsaw. You're not that far off. What? (laughs) The 80s in Florida were a crazy time. We've established this. It's insane. All this stuff is happening. So, some people speculate that Tammy accidentally wandered into, like, a drug thing happening. Like, money... uh, laundering you know drugs being passed around like very illegal hardcore like drug stuff Hmm. in like kind of like in scarface is the best way i can like describe it walked in like a deal yeah so some people think that she walked in by accident just wandered in because it's a party you know you wander when you're at a party um some people think 
the thing that she keeps talking about she didn't see was that. And she was threatened by this organization. She was like, hey, if you tell anybody, we are going to kill you. We're going to kill your family. We're going to kill your friends. And so that's what people think that she saw. That's like the biggest She saw like like a coke deal or something. Yeah. So obviously like she was threatened. That ma- that's very clear. Yeah. Um, and some people think that she also, after this happened, some people think that the thing she saw was so, like, connected with a lot of other illegal happenings in that area that she was actually being followed. And there was an instance where I think... I read this in one source, so I can't, like, be like, yes, this was true. So I can't 100% be like, yeah. But um, there was an instance where she saw a car across the road in front of her house. And she, like, not as big a freak out as, like, on the set of Scarface. But she was, like, terrified. Like, she was, she thought that they were watching. She was convinced that, like, those people across the street were watching her. Yeah. And, like, that would make sense with the phone call, too. Like... If someone calls, like you, we always have those phone calls that it's like you pick up, you're like, hello, and then you hear the line, like, hang up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Those are, imagine you being, like, followed by like somebody or something state, like that. Like, in those calls, because, like, they're creepy as is. You know, yeah. To get a call, and it, like, might be, like, a bot that, you know, like, you know, like a sales bot or something, but it's still, like, oh, what was that about? Yeah. But, you know, and she's in the state. Mm-hmm. It's, know. like, um, and then... With the police theory, you know, they could have been paid by the, these same people to be like, you know, bribed, like, hey, like, let us do our thing and you do your police thing and let's not, you know, get this involved, you know, like in Scarface. I think, just because I'm coming fresh off Scarface, maybe, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think the, the heavyweight here is, is the police theory. Mm -hmm. That they were involved somehow. Yeah, I think that maybe what she saw was, like, again, it's a party. Mm -hmm. So there wouldn't be, like, a business meeting between cops and, like, you know, whatever, like, and, and, you know, you know, a big Coke distributor, but it could be, like, a, you know, a police officer or Mm -hmm. two or three Mm -hmm. at this party for, you know, a big movie is coming into town, they're Mm -hmm. filming. Let's go do coke with our coke distributor buddies, and we're cops. And mm-hmm. you show up, and like you're doing this deal, and this girl walks in, and you're like, "You say a thing, mm-hmm. and we'll kill you. I yeah. will kill you." Because like that's like, you know, I mean, like, it's one thing for a coke distributor to see somebody walk into a room, and you know, I mean, I, I just don't. I mean, I get that there's danger there for them, but if a police officer's in there, mm-hmm. and she goes and she's like, "I saw this guy." who like and then people find out it's a police like that's detrimental yeah like that's like something like i mean take the you know because he's not a criminal away. yeah like a police officer is not typically a criminal but like if she you know so he's like or these two or like or the 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 dealers and the police officers are like if you say anything we'll kill you mm-hmm. and that's i mean but that would explain why i mean for me that explains she tells everybody all of her friends doesn't tell the police yeah and even if that's not true and she did tell the police, 
uh, like if it was like a, di- a different like if she recognized that none of the police were there, uh-huh. then, e- even then so, they like, throw it out. Like, if she had walked in on like a money laundering thing and like there was a lot of like people like big name you know people involved and there's like a there's another theory that there's another theory that she um it wasn't necessarily at the party where she saw it there was another theory that a friend was like hey you know you want to go get some coke i can take you there and they went to another location and that's where she saw the thing that she quote unquote shouldn't have seen Hmm. like both of those theories are sort of equally believed across the board because it would make more sense that she saw something like super illegal not at the party but the fact that she she said that she didn't go like she didn't say like i went somewhere else and i saw this she said she saw it at the party so like Hmm. there's these two different theories about where she saw the thing she wasn't supposed to yeah I said something about chainsaws. Is there anything involving chainsaws? No, in it's too? just like the, the drug the deal was yeah. what yeah. brought it about. Huh. I mean, like, you almost, like, I get the sense in a lot of these theories, like with the first one, like, you know, there's the, it involved witchcraft, and it's like, there's mm-hmm. a witch, and like, she like, put her in the tree, and it's crazy. Yeah. Or it's, you know, a Nazi spy. Yeah. Got caught up in something. Yeah. And, like, that went wrong, which is very, like, realistic. Yeah. And, like, with this, it's, like, either she saw, like, something crazy, like a murder. Mm -hmm. And then, like, she's, like, this murderer is going to, like, find me and kill me and murder me and kidnap me, like, kidnap me, rape me and murder me and Mm -hmm. then dispose of my body. Or it's, like, you know, in a time where, you know, drug deals and cocaine dealing and and crime in the area was rampant Mm -hmm. she happened upon a backwards cop or two involved with or like you know maybe not maybe it was just like you know a distributor yeah it was just that yeah and like that's like realistic but you know i think that's interesting that i feel and i didn't finish the second episode but Mm -hmm. i don't know if there was like a sense of like it's this weird otherworldly thing, or it's this. <laughs> About like, Bruno? Yeah. There is, don't worry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, um, but that's interesting how it works out in that way. And it's, like, not necessarily... It's conspiracy theories mixing with, like, the true... Yeah. Which I think is what makes it, these cases so interesting, is, like, you do have, like, the very out there and bizarre theories. Like, and you kind of, like, want to believe it. Yeah, you, exactly. You kind of, like, want to believe that maybe, like, a witch, like put a spell on this girl and she was in a tree yeah (laughs) it's like it's very it's what makes to me it's what makes like true crime just very interesting it's like the different theories that people have why is it called true crime true crime means like it actually did happen so like if i was covering something on a tv show it would just be like fictional true means like hey oops it might be very strange but this happened you know so like true crime but it's like okay no i see yeah yeah cool um okay so Connecting, what was I going to say? I'm trying to remember this. Oh, connecting her disappearance with this theory. Some people think that the, okay, so if we, which at this point it's very difficult to, if we ignore the fact that the police were involved, like with this, you know, drug trade or whatever, let's just pretend they weren't. Some people think that if she was being watched and like the people watching her saw her go to the police, they thought well, we gotta take her now, because she's obviously talked. Even though she didn't, they have to be, you know, they're like, okay, she probably told them something, 
that's going to incriminate us and get us in trouble, we've got to, like, take her and kill her now. So that's what a lot of people think, you know, if there were no police involvement, like, crooked cops involved in this case, that's what a lot of people think was the catalyst for her disappearance. Hmm. People think, like, you know, these this drug business like they they saw her talking to people they saw her talking to police they were like ah, well she spoke we gotta kill her yeah exactly yeah. but people think that if this theory is true which honestly like when you think about it i think this is the most valid theory out of them all because it involves like what she saw at the party um it involves like and maybe she even like connecting it with you know the scene in Scarface where she freaked out. Maybe she saw, like, a, a, a deal gone wrong, and she ended up seeing someone get hmm. shot. Because why, I mean, like, it would make sense with oh, the way she wow. freaked out. Oh, wow. I hadn't even thought about that, but, like, I mean, because blanks are loud. Yeah. And, like, they're shooting a scene with murder and gunshots. And fake blood, too. Huh. Hmm. Yeah, I definitely, I don't know, I... I very have a hard time disputing the idea that it had something to do with a drug, like like a trade or like people dealing drugs or like mm-hmm. crime in the area, because mm-hmm. um, like that would have been the thing that was going on at the time. Yeah, and maybe the p- police were involved, and in just because like the whole thing where she didn't tell the police what was happening. That's the main source for me to think. Because, like, you know, a police officer may not have been wearing his uniform mm-hmm. at a deal or, like, a business meeting right. gone wrong. But, like, um, it just... Uh, hmm. I just think that the fact that she didn't say anything to mm-hmm. them is the most incriminating It's It's certainly, thing. like... Which, that could have been, you know, maybe she was, she heard stories about police being involved with, you know, maybe it was stuff, like a, and she freaked out. Thing, yeah. Know? Or, you know, maybe you were right, maybe they actually were crooked, and they were like, eh. Or, maybe she, she felt like she couldn't, because she was, if you see something you didn't, you shouldn't have seen, maybe you were somewhere you shouldn't have been. Yeah. Doing something you shouldn't have been doing. Yeah. So, if she goes to the police to give them, like, hey, I think I'm going to be killed, they're like, why? Uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, you know, I saw a coke deal gone wrong and someone got murdered. Okay, why were you at a coke deal? I don't know. Yeah, it was, I was a party. I was at a, I, Spring break. So, okay. That could be another reason. Mm-hmm. I can see that. I can see that. There's Definitely. a lot of maybes in this case. You definitely sure. see that she didn't want to like get her. Son. I mean, because she's 18. Yeah. She did coke at this crazy party after yeah. filming this movie, and she's like, I don't want to get in trouble, but like I'm scared, but I don't want to tell the police that I did cocaine at a cocaine deal. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> Which is another people think also that there was nothing involved. Like she just wandered off somewhere, and she went got so paranoid because she like had a bad trip or something. Like, that's what some people think is, like, ah, she just did a lot of drugs at the party, and they broke her brain, and she came back, and that's why she was different. Yeah, I was, I, at the first, like, when you first, when we first started, I kind of was suspecting something like Mm -hmm. that, like, maybe a trip gone wrong, but now, Now it's like there's so much, I think, you know, either the police were involved, or she didn't want to tell the police 
Because she didn't want to incriminate herself. Yeah. Uh, no, I think that's... I mean, no other, like, source that I've looked at has really brought that yeah. up, but I do think it's a really valid theory. Because, because if she... Sorry, sorry. Uh, <laughs> because if she... If she saw a murder... Uh-huh. She would be inclined... Like, there's nothing getting her in trouble if she sees a murder. No. She, they're not gonna ask, like, were you doing drugs mm-hmm. when you witnessed this murder? They're just gonna be like, okay, tell us everything about this murder. Yeah, where were you? Mm-hmm. What time was it? But if she, it was like... I did coke and somebody got like shot at this like coke thing and like they told me not to say anything and I'm scared. They're gonna be like, oh well then yeah, we're clicking, we're clicking, we're, clicking. we're getting we're somewhere. We're doing it. This, um, this is fun. It's like a yeah. puzzle. It's like a big puzzle. <laughs> yeah. Huh. It's like it's Good like time. you know with like figuring out motives and like, mm-hmm. like what people want, and what they don't want, or like what they're scared of, and like stakes. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun. You're right. <laughs> But, I mean, that's basically, like, that. that's pretty much the whole story. That's as far as that theory goes, is that she, she saw, like, a drug deal gone wrong. Somebody might have gotten shot, and then she was stopped until she eventually just was picked up by these people and killed. Huh. That's basically it. And it's, like... Yeah. At the end of all this, as sad as it's to like it is to say, I do think Tammy is probably dead. Like, it's been several years. I think so. Yeah. I think the idea that she ran away is kind of... It's it's far-fetched. You know, even though it's kind of realistic, it's still also, like... Yeah. Know, where's the motive for it? She yeah. wouldn't leave without her things. And, like, you know, she may have been paid, but, like... I mean, if you're, like, an extra in a movie, you really don't you don't get paid thousands of dollars. But you do get paid. You, you get paid, like, a couple hundred but, like, who's to say that she even had gotten that money yet mm. if she had just finished filming? That's true. Um, and then, I just, I mean, I guess you can, you can talk more on, like, Keith's stuff, but I just, I don't, I don't, I don't buy it. I don't mm-hmm. buy that he did anything. Which is why he was, you know, removed as the primary yeah. um, suspect after a while. It's just, like, it's a story that I think is very, you know, it's, it's sad, and it's, like, Difficult to process, almost. Like, again, like, 18 years old, you know, she... Scared. Yes, Did scared. a very illegal thing. Mm-hmm. Huh. It's just, it's a really sad circumstances, for sure. It is. Um, but anyway, uh, <laughs> any other questions or thoughts or anything like that? No, this was a blast. This was really <laughs> fun. I'm I, glad. I, um, it is just, like, a big puzzle, but it's interesting to, like... I mean, because, you know, halfway through, I mentioned the cop thing, and I kind of ran with that, but, like, think, like just talking about it and thinking about it more, you just kind of, like, you get out of the whole, like, what if, like, the cops were... I mean, because like, they totally could have been. But, yeah. like, it, I mean, she's 18, she's scared, she doesn't want to, like, get herself in trouble. Like, yeah. I've, I've been there. Mm-hmm. But, like, huh. It's just a lot of fun. This is this is a good time. Well, I'm Thank glad. you for, for having me on. Of course. This, I can't wait to... to to share this song with my friends and get them to to listen please to, do. to us rant on please do okay <laughs> um and real quick again if you have any information i feel like i kind of have to put this at the end again yeah. if you have any information about tammy and her disappearance um i'm gonna put the link to her sister's facebook page down below so you can go on there interact with her sister ask questions if you have them because obviously she's gonna be the one that's gonna have most of the answers um 
If you have any more questions or requests about different cases that you'd like to hear on the podcast, you can uh, message me on Twitter. The at is H-H-Y-H-A podcast. That is going to be in the description as well. If you'd like to connect with Gregor and, like, talk to him or follow him on Twitter, that's going to be in the description below, too. Cool. Yeah, I'll I'll send you over the handle and everything and, (laughs) and the information about rebel reels yeah rebel reels check that out all right thank you guys yeah have a good day thank (laughs) you for listening um i will see you guys the next episode goodbye